Dear Lord, let's impact another leader. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into the We Are Leaders podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. If this is your first time joining this platform, I want you to know that you have just joined a community filled with leaders. Leaders who around the globe are running through brick walls. These are our brick wall runners. And I just I'm just thankful to have you today. My leader. What does your schedule look like? Because one thing the Holy Spirit allowed me to see today is that although we make plans, although we want to do certain things that are going to keep us in a space of not being stressed, not having anxiety, gives us a sense of control. What I'm realizing more and more is that the more that I seek control, the more I'm stopping myself from growth. What does your schedule look like is my question. What is your schedule? Ironically, my hand is placed on a planner, right? To plan things. I just want to plan things. I want to see the overview of the goals that I set. But if I'm being quite honest, for the last month, I've set certain specific goals for my calendar and none of them have come to pass. Not due to lack of discipline, but due to the fact that they were not the will of God. And I'm going to prove this to you all, okay? I'm reading the Bible and I'm reading a lot of things about prosper. That word prosper, when we look at the word, many times we look at this from a perspective of my prosperity comes from if I accomplish every single thing that I've placed on my calendar, that's where my prosperity goes. I just put four to five different things. And now that I put these four to five different things, now if I knock them all out, whoo, if I knock these out, mm, I'm winning. I'm being prosperous. Our prosperity says in my own terms that if I get these things accomplished, I'm moving closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to my goals, only to recognize that I am not fulfilled. My ladies, what do you do when your schedule says one thing, but you recognize as you're on your schedule, let me speak about this, you are not satisfied. And this came to my realization as i was sitting at the park with a homie of mine zephora and we were really breaking down things of the past remembering what god has taken us through and i was as i was going back talking about my testimony on depression she made me think a little deeper she made me dive a little deeper into what it was that i was going through psychologically during this time and one thing that was for certain when i was going through depression Big time depression, just suicidal thought season. I'm about to end all the things that I'm doing and just give up my life. Whether it's taking it or giving it to somebody else to fully control my life. Because I don't, I don't know how to control this thing. I don't know how to steer the, the steering wheel. And during this time, it was a lot of self-centered things. It was all about me. It was all about my identity. It was all about how I feel. 
It was all about how I need my happiness. It wasn't about serving. It was a prideful place. It was an arrogant place. It was just me, 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 me. Not even thinking about what would happen if I gave my life to somebody else. If I gave my life to the devil. Let's just call it what it is. Let me end it. That's a demonic place to be at. And she made me recognize something so, so potent. I was at a time where I'm working multiple jobs. So I'm making all the money. I'm checking that list off. At the university at the time, got a prestigious major that I'm working towards. Check that off. Pre-pharmacy. Hello. In a beautiful, in a relationship with a beautiful woman. Right? Check that off. Got an apartment with my boy. Check that off. Got a car. Check that off. Yo, what what do you do when you have all of these things? They checked off. That's your bliss. That's your goals. Check that off. But you still not satisfied. You checking all of these things off, but you not satisfied. What do you do? And today I'm reminded of God's schedule. I had something I wanted to do today. I had a plan. Ooh, I'm about to go out. I'm about to get some money. I'm about to work. I'm about to get my hustle on today. Hey, money in my account. Hey, just deposit a good amount. Monday, I'm about to do the same thing in my hustle on today so I could deposit some more money. Hey, I got things to pay. I got bills coming up. Some bills overdue. If I'm being completely transparent on this, we all leave this podcast. So, God, you know what I got to do. I got to get my hustle on. Let's get it. I'm ready. I got the energy for it. And then I wake up and I realize I'm called to be a servant today. Hey, hold up. Hold up, God. What about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I need you to uh I need you to help your roommate out. He's he's moving out. Today's his last day. I need you to help him out. I need you to help him pack. He got a lot of heavy stuff that he's not gonna be able to do by himself. But yeah, he can call anybody else, but I've made you available to help this individual. That's what you're called to do today. I need you to help this person now and i know it's out of your schedule i get it i know it's out of your schedule i know you didn't put that thing down on your on your planner yesterday but ironically you you feel in the spirit realm that you're supposed to help this person out today i need you to surrender whatever's on your schedule and, and, and come on my schedule i'm calling you to help somebody hold up god but i, I gotta i gotta work i got a meeting later on too you already put something on my schedule, God. You already, you know, enabled me to meet somebody. Later on today, God, I, you know, I got to work this morning. You know, maybe do some, some, you know, these YouTube. I need you to help somebody. That's my schedule. That's that's doing my will. I, I hear you, Lord, but. All right, God. All right. And as I'm out doing these, this favor. Right for my boy, who I helped move into his new apartment, I recognized something very potent. My heart knew I was supposed to be here. I was fulfilled. No money involved, but my act of service was what enabled my spirit to feel alive. And I had to ask the, the I had to ask God, "What is this? Why do I feel this way?" Why do I feel in such peace? 
What is this? Wouldn't and wasn't I supposed to feel fulfilled working? Knowing that I was accomplishing something I needed to accomplish in order to help pay some of these overdue bills? Like, what does servant have to do with anything? John, I'm helping you remove your spirit of self-centeredness. I'm reminding you what actually fuels you. And it's crazy because I remember at my meeting later on in that afternoon where we were at the park and we were looking up at the the Google. Here in Austin, Texas, there's a there's a Google building, a Google office, a Google headquarters. And it's it's one of the highest buildings in the city, not the highest, but one of them where you can see it across from the park. It overlooks Lake Travis. And we're staring and we're looking at it. And I, and I told him my testimony, I, you know, I told him I'm not inspired by money. Like, I want that Google sign and I want to have a fake brand that's just as big, if not bigger. But the only thing is. The contradiction is I'm not inspired by money. Like I want the income because I know as I grow older, God has been showing me what I can do with the money. Like what I can build, the resources that I can use and what organizations I can help. But I'm not inspired by the money. And it made me think because I said the same thing I'm telling you all. I told her I'm not inspired by money, but I'm. I'm inspired to serve. Meaning that whatever money that I've accumulated in the future, that mass wealth that I know is coming my way, it came because of the magnitude in which I'm serving. <laughs> it came because of the magnitude in which I decided to submit myself towards service. That's why it came. It didn't come anywhere else. I'm just not inspired. I've turned down so much money Grabbing opportunities because it didn't sit right in my soul. It didn't sit right in my spirit. So I must have made this money doing something of service. And not in some small way, but in some big way. And not in some boastful big way, but in some consistent small way. <laughs> Can I speak to you? Can I speak to you for a second? Well, like a tree grows from a tiny seed. My leader, what happens when you are on a schedule that you did not make up? We can we can do many things. We could throw fits, which many people do when they don't when they don't cross things off of that list of goals. They get frustrated. A spirit of pride comes out like, oh, you mad. But there has to come a point where you recognize that man makes plans like the Bible, like the Bible speaks of. We make our plans. But it's the Lord that's directing our steps. And I made a plan, but my steps were guided here towards service, towards the thing I do the best. God's schedule is crazy because I was talking to the homie and the homie was like, yo, my schedule is my schedule. I'm used to my schedule. My schedule is what it is. 
you know, I'm used to that. And so she's doing her thing to break that schedule because she recognized the richness in what God is showing her. Literally, she's been praying for a dog. And out of literally, this is not no coincidence, but God placed a free dog in her path for her to experience for what would be seven days. Now, she didn't know it was going to be seven days at the time, but literally seven days with this dog, her and her sister realized some certain things. And one was the need for control over her schedule. Certain things didn't get done because of the nature of having to take care of this dog. This dog was a representation of everything that needed to be worked on. And schedule was one of them. How do I let go of this idea of my schedule needing to be like this when I'm so used to having control of it? How do I let go? I recognize I wasn't ready to let go fully. It was hard. It was tough. It was difficult. Yes, I wanted the dog, but I recognize I wasn't able to handle the dog due to my ability and my inflexibility of schedule. She recognized the state of control. And I thought that was so powerful because that's somebody who's just being honest with themselves and able to see, wow, you mean to tell me the richness of the things that I desire can't possibly come alone from my schedule? Like the richness. Think about this. I know my plan. I don't care who you are. If you you made a plan and you see your desires, you know the level of richness that it is when you write that thing down. You know, hey, man, if I can do all of this, I'm cold-blooded. And then do other things, you recognize, yeah, I'm going to accomplish so much. But what happens when your desire to accomplish so much contradicts what your heart actually is yearning for? What I'm recognizing, and I know you're feeling me so hard on this. Somebody right now is like, dang, but this dude talking to me. He reading out of my diary. (laughs) Yes, I am reading out of your diary. I can see it right now. I'm reading out of your diary. I recognize something so potent. God, I didn't pray for so much this season. I've prayed for it. I've prayed for this level of intimacy and relationships and new friendships and you know, pray for it. But you telling me I got to I got to give up my schedule? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> God, what you mean I got to do? I got to do what? Y'all want to spread new messages and reach places I ain't never reached before. So you mean give up my schedule? Then I recognize something potent. Um, God, so because he's so merciful. His mercy endured forever. We read these in scripture. His mercy endured forever. And because he's so merciful. And we lust our control for our schedule so much. God, at, because of his love, doesn't completely change our schedule completely. All the time. He lets us have our way. But requires us to be open. Be open To the fact that I may have something else for you. (laughs) Just be open to it. And the crazy part is when we experience said 
schedule shifts. We know we've experienced God's way because it is something that's so divine. You may meet somebody you ain't never thought you are going to meet before. You may get a revelation you probably would have never got on your own schedule. You know, you bump into somebody you would have never bumped into. You see a post you would have never seen before. Like, so many things start speaking to you. You're like, dang, I'm on God's route. You want to go, something tells you to slow. You think you need and God says no. And you recognize more and more, you're on God's schedule. And I realize how foolish I sound at times. I'm so certain I'm about to do this. I'm like, whoo. And when I'm so certain I'm about to do these things, oftentimes those are the times where I'm never saying, but if God, you know, if you change it. I, mean, I never really say things like that. I just know right now my faith to walk where I'm at is I just got to be open because if God changed my schedule, I always say this. If God changes things and says no to my way, that's just the Lord saying I got a better way. Like, I know your needs and I know your concerns. I know yet. I, I know your thoughts. For the word says, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. I was meditating that the other night. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. That means your thoughts and your actions are not in the even in the same league of what God is thinking. Like, I'm thinking different. And it's not even to belittle your thoughts because I gave you your thoughts. For the most part, if you if you in my word <laughs> and not just into the world. Because if you're just in the world, your thoughts are not even yours. You think they're yours, but you're doing things that you heard in that, that song that you keep listening to. Or those shows you keep watching. Like, that's why you're doing what you're doing. You're not even influenced by the Holy Spirit. You're influenced by the world. But if you in God's, God ain't belittling you. He just knows that because I'm forever growing my child and who you are, and I'm forever your father, so I'm forever disciplined. It don't matter if you listen to this podcast around the globe and you're 50 years old. You could be 55 right now. You are still a child of God. What's 55 years old to a God that's been here for all eternity? From the beginning and the end. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. And you 55. <laughs> I'm the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. And you you 63 years old. You are, you you might as well be 13 years old, man. And see, we don't look at life like that. And so older folks don't think they, they don't think they young. You still a child compared to God, man. And if God said you, you, you were with him, right? You the Alpha and Omega too. You were here in the beginning and the end. And you 55, that's a different type of 55. <laughs> that's, that's a different, that, that number 55 seems like it came from somewhere else. If you still with me, man, you a real one. Let me Let me just be honest. Today I realized something so specific about God's schedule. God's schedule puts love in your life. That love in your life only needs a brief moment to speak to you. That's it. To change your heart. To guide you in the right path. To affirm you the way it's called to affirm you. 
that right path only needs a few moments. That's all it needs. That's all it needs. And the more we recognize that and realize that, the more peace we will experience, my leader. What's on your schedule is all I ask. And have you considered that God may actually have a separate schedule for you? It may look different. And are you open to it or will you decide to be stuck in your ways? And I say this from a place of one word that stuck out to me today while I was on the way to my meeting. I said that I said it. I said it many times today. I told somebody else the word and the word for them also was peace. You know, I told my roommate as he was in this new environment, just continue to bring peace into his environment. Continue to try to have peace with his new roommates. I said that. On my way to my meeting while I'm on my bike on the cement halfway to my to my meetup. Was the words written on the ground. Peace. I go to a woman. Who. Life word. What she lives by. She affirms it. She says I live by. Like how you live by faith. I live by peace. Peace is, it inspires me to move. Peace inspires what I do. Peace. And as I ask you your schedule. My leader. I just want to encourage you to just consider the fact that does your schedule bring about more stress in your life or is it centered on peace? My leaders, let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. For guiding my leader here today, Lord, we thank you for this new profound peace that you are guiding us towards by unraveling a new way of thinking about our today's schedule. Many of my leaders are very meticulous. They're leaders. They're thinking about six months down the road. They are just thinkers. And as they're in that intellectual space, Lord, allow them to also continue to tap into the spirit man. That dwells within them. The very individual that they are. And allow them to continue to hearken and, and cleave onto your space of peace. They only want your peace, Jesus. They want your peace. They want your cover. But they want your peace. And they want to be open to the fact that you may be changing their schedule. You may be having them do things that they don't typically do. And making time and room for these opportunities to love and grow and hear and listen and be present father give us the strength the guts and the courage to say yes to your schedule and i declare today that my leader listening to this around the globe will continue to say yes to your schedule to your checklist, to your goals, because that's all that matters. And whatever on our goals don't get accomplished every day, we will not beat ourselves up. We're going to continue to have faith that maybe God is just saying it's a later date and we need to learn something. 
because God is trying to teach me. The God that I love and the God that loves me just wants to teach me and grow me. And we will continue to be patient, Jesus, as we wait for you. Father, we love you. We pray for our schedule. We continue to pray for our nation that's going through the craziest times right now. And even in the midst of all this tumultuous confusion, in Jesus' name, we pray for peace. So, Father, we thank you for what you are already doing and what you have already done in our hearts and our spirits. Father, we know today that our lives would never be the same. Guide us, protect us, cover us with the blood of Jesus. Father, we love you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.